is the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers, Brad Thompson, I'm Anthony Stolzer. Let's head to the Brown and Crubin Celebrity Line. We're joined by the voice of the Blues right here on the Blues uh, Radio Network 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber. What's up, Kerbs? Kerbs? You there, buddy? Still there? I got you. Hey, there you go. How you doing, Kerbs? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, Curbs. Uh, obviously, yeah. right now, Blues have prospect camp going on over at Centene Community Ice Center. Uh, if you've been out there and you've watched some of it, who uh, who are some of the young guys that have jumped off the page a little bit for us? You know what I think? To me, it's actually not even the, the, the younger young guys. To me, it's it's the uh, Scott Perunoviches, it's the Dakota Joshua's that are going to go. Those are the guys that I really want to keep an eye on because I think those are the ones that have a chance of really impacting the Blues roster. You know, the, you know, the Lafaniers, the other, a couple of the other guys, there's, there's some young guys from a, you know, uh, just a, a good chance to get a look at them. They haven't had a chance to play much hockey of late just because of COVID. You know, some of them haven't played hockey in a year essentially because of that. So, uh, you know, but, but overall to me, those, those are the two guys that I really think are something to really keep an eye on as they go. And by the way, the Blues are uh, streaming these games. So, there might be some Detroit guys or some other guys on the call, but uh, all the Blues games are going to be streamed on the Blues YouTube channel while they're up there, so fans can start watching tomorrow on that. I know they left at noon today to uh, to head up there to Traverse City. Uh, Curves, we isolate to the two guys you talked about, Dakota Joshua and Scott Perunovich. I'd like to start with Dakota Joshua just for a second, and we all know that this young man came out of relative obscurity last year and worked his way into Craig Berube's heart. Chief loves the way he plays, how hard he plays, what he brought to the table. This is a young man that got himself onto the radar with his good play last year. This year, going to the prospect camp, headed up to the the tournament in Traverse City. Coming into main camp, what are his chances to break camp at the end of it and stick around for a little bit with the Blues? Listen, I I think they're actually pretty good. Now, you know, and, and, and especially because of the unknown situation from a health standpoint with Oscar Sundquist, okay? But but to me, when they called Dakota Joshua up, and Kyle Clifford took him under his wing pretty well, and, and the couple of times that we talked to him via Zoom, and then I saw him at, at once the season ended, you know, a really smart, very engaging young man, you know, and, and played that full career at, at Ohio State. So he comes in a little more seasoned, but he was a winger, and, and they asked him to play – they asked him to play center, and he didn't look out of place once. I mean, I was honestly surprised he didn't end up playing more. So, uh, truthfully, I had him penciled in as our fourth-line center at the end of last season to start this season in that role, and and I, I hope he makes it. I think it's a good thing for the Blues if he does. All right, so let's jump to the back end then. Scott Perunovich uh, didn't get to play well at all last year. He had the shoulder surgery, and he looks uh, – he looks healthy. He's been back on the ice. I saw him out there skating at Centene with all the regular guys. He looks like a guy that you know is ready to roll, but do you think this is a young guy that needs a little bit of seasoning down the minors before they give him a real chance up here? He might, but I hope he doesn't, you know, to, to be real honest with you. I think with the way that you look at the way the Blues' uh, defense is shaken up right now, there's some opportunities, and he could step in. And I, I, don't, I it wouldn't shock me at all to see him step in and make this team right off the bat. Uh, yeah, he didn't play at all last year because of the shoulder injury. A Hobie Baker Award winner is a top player in college hockey. When you talk to his coach there, he, you know, they talked about him being, uh, you know, the, the loyalty, the smarts, uh, the ability to move the puck, you know, and, and, and I think we put all that in there, and I think there's a real opportunity. I thought there was an opportunity last year. Injuries did let that happen. 
I think that there's a real opportunity for him to break camp with the team this year. Hey, Curbs, I was just looking at pictures of, of Patty Maroon bringing the uh, bringing the cup uh, back to Oakville to his high school. And, and first of all, it's just amazing what what he's done. We've talked a lot about Pat Maroon, but but uh, he is a hometown hero, baby. So might as well. But I, when when, I, when I'm looking at him, and I just think about the, like the toughness and the the old uh, you guys are blanked. Like when, when you look at this iteration of the Blues, where is the toughness factor? Like where does that come? from it's a great question i you know from an upfront standpoint it, it's going to end up being Braden shen you know a little bit uh dakota joshua as we saw him do a little bit last year could end up playing their role and that's one of those yeah. opportunities too, for joshua to really kind of endear himself even more to chief if he does want to adopt that role in that sense so robert bortuzzo when he's in the lineup nico mikola when he's in the lineup those, to me, end up being the top four guys that that really has to come from because I'm just not sure it's the personality of the others to do it. And I do agree with you, Brad. I think it's something the Blues have missed. Curbs, Tyler Bozak signs a one-year deal to come back to the club. Uh, we, we all thought it was a great signing. What, do you, what does Tyler Bozak bring back to this club uh, after uh, signing his one-year contract earlier this week? Well, he guarantees, that with, with, he guarantees you're really strong down the middle when you need him. And, and and he's also had some real good chemistry over the last couple of years with Robert Thomas. On top of that, he was one of your top face-off men over the last couple of years. He can still be a top face-off guy in the National Hockey League. And then, frankly, one more aspect of it is he was such a good teammate in that cup run and even, even last year. The levity in his attitude, his personality, is something that guys gravitated to in the locker room and they really, really needed and liked. And, and to me, I think that's another big uh, personality thing to keep in this locker room. And I, and I think that's a huge reason that he signed. And look, if he was looking at deals for right around a million bucks, even though he signed for just less than that, if he was looking at a couple opportunities on a one-year deal, you're thinking, hey, do I uproot my family from where they've known the last three years for the difference of 200000 or whatever it may have been? And, uh, and in the end, I'm glad that it came the way it did because I still think he can be a, a real important piece of the locker room and a veteran guy to help some of the young guys along. Curbs, uh, Anthony brought up another name in that question, the name of Robert Thomas, and uh, he's still unsigned, restricted free agent. We know how that works. Uh, very little leverage on the player's part except to sit at home and, and wait for an, an opportunity to get a contract signed. But I know Robert Thomas has been on the ice here with the guys every single day, different than what Vince Dunn uh, ha had uh, chosen as far as his path last year. How does, how does Doug Armstrong – maneuver the salary cap here as we get closer to the regular season to fit Robert Thomas with a new deal under that salary cap, along with Vladimir Tarasenko, who he has not been able to deal as of yet. Well, I think the, the, the big question to ask right now is who starts off the season on IR. So whose salary may not count against the cap to begin and then how long, Jamie, because if, like, for example, if it's Oscar Sundquist, you got a few more million uh, to deal with. you got some opportunities there. So, you know, in my opinion, that's where that's going to come from. I don't know that Robert Thomas says uh, – um, I don't know that he's played this uh, as well as he should have. You know, I, I, I think when you look at the season he had, you know, over the last two, I don't know that they've been all that strong. The injuries are, are questionable. You know, so I, and, and I don't, I'm not privy to the, the terms of, of, of the negotiations and where the hangups have been. Right. But eventually in a cap era, when you hold on to things longer, chances are some of the kitty that could have gone to you has gone elsewhere. And I think that's what's happened here. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. He doesn't have any other options, but to either hold out or play. 
you know, and, and I think Doug Armstrong has been really strong in his uh, views on how he handles these things. You know, we've seen players, whether it be Schwartz, Petrangelo, other guys, you know, d- decide to sit out for a little bit. And, and I think at some point in time, I think at some point in time, these guys are going to, uh, these guys are going to uh, have to, you know, pretty much just accept what's there and get this thing going for him because I, I just don't know what other options uh, Robert has. Yeah, that's the thing I always look at, at Curbs. When you're a young player and you really don't have much leverage there, I understand uh, from the player standpoint, looking at some of the other comps on the team, maybe looking at Kairou's salary and saying, man, that's where I, I should be right there. But I also worry about like hard feelings too and knowing that I can get my money on the backside uh, if everything goes the way that I want it to. Like, do you, do you think that it ever gets to a point with potentially Robert Thomas where all of a sudden there's some bad blood where there doesn't need to be. Um, yeah, but the, 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 per, the reason that I just don't see why that should happen here is because it's not like there were any other options for him, right? You know, so, you know, and, and again, it's not like he's coming off of strong seasons here, okay? He's, he's coming off of an injury-plagued season. He's coming off of two seasons where he hasn't been able to jump into your top six. Now, guys, you're still dealing with a really young player here. Okay, so I think you have to keep that part in mind. But but having said that, I, I would hope that it doesn't get to that. If it does, then something went wrong more internally, I think, than than just this, and and, and that that would really be a shame. So um, I, I don't see that necessarily happening in this case, just because it wouldn't make sense for his uh, representatives to let it happen that way. Curbs, we appreciate it. Great stuff as always. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you again next week. Okay, guys.